Hello, ladies, and welcome to the Amazing Bible Dot Book Club. I am Julie Callio, your host, and thanks for reading through the Bible together with me. I know you have busy schedules, and I really appreciate the, the fact that you would take the time to listen to me today. Uh, if you are interested in contacting me, you can contact me at theab.bc.pc at gmail.com. Chapter 28 continues from chapter 27 with the priesthood of Aaron and his sons. I recommend that you take some time and look at some pictures both of the tabernacle and of the priest's garment. It would help bring clarity to our reading as we study this aspect of the Old Testament. Aaron and his sons were called by God to minister unto me, saith the Lord, in the office of the priesthood. As such, they needed holy garments for glory and for beauty, says the King James Version. I think from this we can gather that God loves orderliness and beautifulness. Aaron's outfit included a breastplate of judgment, which was over Aaron's heart. These included a breastplate of judgment that had 12 stones, each different, with the names of the 12 tribes engraved according to their names. They were in four rows of three columns. This breastplate of judgment was over Aaron's heart. Also on the breastplate was the Urim and Thummim. Not fully sure what those may be, but possibly like dice that would be rolled to understand God's will. Also, he had an ephod, which is like an apron. This apron had two shoulder pieces, each with an onyx stone, and engraved on each of those stones were six of the names of the 12 tribes, and they were according to their birth order. The 12 tribes would sit upon Aaron's shoulder so that Aaron would bear their names before the Lord as a memorial unto the children of Israel. He also had a robe a broidered coat, a turban, and a sash. And at the bottom of his robe were placed little bells and little pomegranates, so Aaron could be heard when he goes in before the Lord and when he comes out so that he doesn't die. On his turban is a plate of pure gold that says, Holiness to the Lord, so that Aaron may bear the iniquity and so that he may be accepted before the Lord. Aaron's son's outfits were similar. They were also for the glory and for beauty. They were to be, all of them were to be anointed, consecrated, sanctified, that they may minister unto God in the priestly office. In chapter 29, we have the dedication of Aaron and then his sons. They were to be washed with water, clothed with holy garments, anointed with oil upon their heads, and then they were to take a bull, put their hands on its head, and kill the animal before the Lord by the door of the tabernacle of congregation. They would then put some of the blood on the horns with their fingers, then drain the blood. Some parts they would burn on the altar, but the flesh and a few other things they were to burn with fire outside the camp, for it was a sin offering. In verse 15 of chapter 28, then they were to take one ram 
Aaron and his sons were to lay their hands on its head. They were to slaughter it, sprinkle the blood around the altar, and then cut the ram in pieces, wash it, and then offer it up in smoke on the altar. This was a burnt offering to the Lord, a soothing aroma, an offering by fire to the Lord. Then they would take another ram, and Aaron and his sons again would place their hands on the head, slaughter it, Some of the blood they would put on the lobe of their right ear, their thumb on their right hand, and their big toe on their right foot. Then they would take some of this blood with anointing oil and sprinkle it on Aaron, his garments, his sons, and their garments, so that they shall be consecrated. Then they take some of the meat, a cake of bread, a cake of oiled bread, a wafer from the basket of unleavened bread, and they shall wave these before the Lord as a wave offering. Then burn them as unto the Lord. And then they take some of it as a heave offering and a peace offering. They then take some and boil it and eat it. And if any remain, they are to burn it. Chapter 29 continues with verses 38 through 46 and talk about taking two lambs every day that are to be sacrificed, one in the morning and one at twilight. And it is to be continuously at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord, where I, God, will meet you to speak there unto you. And the tabernacle shall be sanctified by my glory, says God. God continues and says, I will dwell among the children of Israel and will be their God, and they shall know that I am the Lord, their God, and that I brought them forth out of the land of Egypt, that I may dwell among them. I am the Lord, their God. That's what a tabernacle is for, for God to dwell with them. Chapter 30, we go into the incense altar. And they place it before the veil that's before the Ark of the Testimony, which is before the mercy seat that's over the testimony. And that is where God will meet Aaron. And Aaron will burn sweet incense every morning when he trims the lamps and every evening when he trims the lamps. And it is to be a perpetual incense before the Lord throughout their generations. Aaron shall make an atonement upon the horns once a year with the blood of the sin offering, and it is to be the most holy unto the Lord. Verses 11 through 16, God says, when you take a census, a ransom is to be given for each person to the Lord for himself. So anyone 20 years old and above shall give an offering unto the Lord. It will be for the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. All of them were to give the same amount, a half a shekel. It didn't matter if you were rich or you were poor. Everyone is to bring something before the Lord. And it is to make an atonement for their souls. Chapter 30 continues with how to make a brass basin. And this brass basin was for Aaron and his sons to wash their hands and their feet before they enter so that they do not die. It is to be a statue forever throughout their generations. Verses 22 through 33 and how to make this anointing oil. And it is to be holy and it's to be after the art of the apothecary. 
They are to anoint the tabernacle of the congregation, the ark of the testimony, the table and all of its vessels, the candlestick and all of its vessels, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offerings, and the laver or the place to wash their hands and feet. They shall be most holy, and whoever touches them shall be holy. This oil is not to be used for human flesh, for it is holy to the Lord, and it is only for the tabernacle. Then verses 34 through 38 is how to make the incense for the tabernacle. It is sweet spices after the art of apothecary, tempered together, pure and holy. And no one else gets to use this incense, for it is to be holy unto the Lord. In chapter 31, we see that the Lord said to Moses that he has called Bezalel, son of Uri, son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and understanding and knowledge and in all manner of workmanship to devise cunning works, to work in gold, silver, brass, in cutting stones, to set them in carving timber, to work in all manner of workmanship. The Lord gives each of us various gifts to use for his glory and honor. And Bezalel is not alone. God also gave to him a friend, Aholiab, the son of Ahisamach of the tribe of Dan. And in the hearts of all that are wise-hearted, I have put wisdom that they may make all that I have commanded you. They are to make the tabernacle of the congregation, the ark of the testimony, the mercy seat that is there upon, all of the furniture of the tabernacle, the clothes of the priest, the anointing oil, and the sweet incense. Then chapter 31 continues as a reminder, we are to keep the Sabbath day because it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that you may know that I am the Lord that does sanctify you for a perpetual covenant. If you remember a couple lessons ago that this sign, this Sabbath day could be like a wedding ring as a covenant between God and the children of Israel. Verse 17 says, It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. For in six days the Lord made the heaven and the earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. Verse 18, And God gave to Moses, when he had made an end of communicating with him on Mount Sinai, two tablets of testimony, tablets of stone, written by the finger of God. All right, ladies, what is our takeaway today? The Israelites needed a high priest to enter into God's presence to offer up their sacrifices. The high priest and the priest were their mediators. The writer of Hebrews in chapter 5 talks of the high priest and how they had to first offer a sacrifice for their sins, and then they would sacrifice for the sins of the people. And these priests were called by God. And then in verse 5 of chapter 5, the writer of Hebrews says this, So also Christ did not glorify himself when he was called to be a priest forever, according to Melchizedek. And if you remember, Melchizedek met Abraham in Genesis chapter 16, which was way before the Levites were ever even born. 
And then in chapter 7 of Hebrews, in verses 25 through 28, the writer says, Therefore he, Jesus, is able to save forever those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. Jesus always lives to make intercession for you. For it was fitting for us to have such a high priest, holy, innocent, undefiled, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens, who does not need daily, like those priests, to offer up sacrifices first for his own sins and then for the sins of the people, because this he did once for all when he offered up himself. For the law appoints men as high priests who are weak. And boy, will we see that tomorrow. But the word of the oath, which came after the law, appoints a son made perfect forever. Christ's sacrifice once for all. Christ's sacrifice once for you. God knew from the beginning that the blood of lambs and goats would not be sufficient to cover our sin, but it points the way of Jesus and his ultimate sacrifice. Jesus lives to intercede for you. So talk to him. Tell him what's going on. Because of what he did on the cross, we have access to God, the creator of the universe. God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God who redeemed the Israelites from slavery into Egypt. And the God who will bring them into the promised land. He's able to handle any issues that you have today. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Until next time. Thanks, ladies.